things were going good. We got a follow-up email from the teacher. She's been really great these last two days. Thank you so much for your support. One week goes by and I get another email. Problems again. Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Anne Tuttle-Brown. I recently got an email from my daughter's teacher. My daughter is a type three. She's six years old and in the first grade, and it said problems in first grade. And I said, oh, no, I'm already getting emails. What's going on? So I read through the email. And there was some problems in the class that some gossiping and bullying was happening. And then I got a follow-up email that was specifically to any of the parents of the children who were um, kind of instigating the problem. So I have a question. The first email, did it go to everybody in the classroom? Yeah. All the parents. Every parent It was a, got one. Yeah. The, it was a follow-up of what's been taught in the class and what's going on and just can you follow up with your kids about this just want to let you know okay so handled the very professionally yeah. asking you to just support her mm-hmm. what she's educating them and asking for behavioral support with this mm-hmm. you know, can you please support yeah. me just want to let up. you know what's okay. going on so then the second and then email. she said just a you know there are a couple kids in the class that are kind of the the um, instigating this and Katie happens to be one of them that just, just came wanted to, to you, you know. though right just to me and the other parents I didn't see who was included in that but there were a handful of kids in the class that were at the forefront of the problem okay so I was like so I'm curious first of all a lot yeah. of times okay a parent first has a immediate response to that which is either Teacher's full of it. Teacher or, doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Or oh, there's my child again being the problem. I was the oh, latter. Yeah, definitely. My like child. Oh boy, my child. So my big mouth, big energy kid. My yeah, kid no, I 100 percent support. I love my daughter's teacher. See, I don't know. I as a type three, I might go. <laughs> she's got a lot of nerve. No, I won't. And the way she handled <laughs> it was, was so see great. What she just wrote. Hello. No. <laughs> Okay, no. so and, you... and my husband and I are both on the same page. Like, if a if an adult or another parent of a like her friend or something comes, like we're gonna assume that like okay, so we need you to help first learn more about. We're like, I need to learn more before I draw conclusions and accuse and have this then assumption well, of what I've, this really looks like. Yeah, with I think my child. True to my type two nature, I kind of went down worry lane and was like, "Oh no, what does this look like?" And okay, I really got to come down hard. And I, but then I just immediately I shared it with my husband. He's the he one read, that would be more practical yeah. and just say, "No, wait, wait, wait a minute. We got to yeah, yeah. we got to fill in the blank First spots of all, here." And the teacher recognizes this as well. Like she's six years old. Mm-hmm. She she's learning what gossiping even is. And I loved the teacher made a point. Did that, you agree with the teachers? definition of gossiping yeah. and bullying that's yeah. another point it's yeah. like is this really are we all on the same page yeah i think i think she does a good job kind of bringing okay. it down to and it was helpful so i went i shared it with my husband and he was just like it's okay like we'll just talk to her mm-hmm. we'll just help her learn and grow and it wasn't like we're gonna have a serious talk and make her feel like she's in trouble and scared and never want to do it again so i appreciated his just reason and mm-hmm. being able to bounce it off and i emailed the teacher i said thank you for letting me know um, I appreciate you wanting to have a really good 
class environment, we'll follow up with Katie. So that night, my husband and I sat down with her and we read her the email and just really. How'd she respond? She got really scared and was like, but I'm not, but uh, at first she was very defensive. And so we kind of talked to her about that. Like, well. Which is a type three reaction. Yeah. No, that would be. She's like, well, someone made me do it. Or, well, I didn't do it, you know, trying to like backtrack. A type one might animate the scenario or what we might consider lie about what's going on. A type two might just write, you know, be tearful. Yeah. Type three would be defensive. A type four would be embarrassed probably mm-hmm. that they you'd want to handle that yeah very email. privately mm-hmm. yeah so we, i read the email to her we talked about it she got first defensive then she got scared because her teacher was going to follow up with her and just have a quick chat with her and make sure that you know they're on the same page she got really nervous but we reminded her we're all here to support you you're learning and growing she and- didn't make you didn't want to use her own feeling guilty and bad about it as a teaching tool. We were just like... We were trying to counter that. You know, our parents will do that. They'll mm -hmm. say, well, you need to feel guilty about this if you're really going to change. I was half tempted to go down there because like, sometimes I feel like she's bigger than six because she has such a big energy and... She, I'm just like, well, you, you know better than this, but like, she's learning. I gotta, yeah. I gotta remember. And so it was like coming from a loving place of, okay, what is gossiping? What does it look like in the classroom? You didn't need to use shame as a teaching method right. is what I'm mm-hmm. wanting to recognize where a lot of times parents, because we all come from some degree of that, that it's appropriate for your child to feel shame in order to feel motivated to change when I don't agree with that. I think... That we all have enough goodwill in our character to enroll that to say, what do I want to contribute? Mm-hmm. You know, do I really want to be I someone think, that's like, contributing something negative yeah. versus contributing something positive? Wait, like kids are good kids. Like they're gonna feel yeah. bad about something when they know, like, oh, that wasn't that wasn't the right thing to do, was and like, that's able, gonna be enough. Was she able to identify her choices? Could, that they were actually exhibiting those behavioral tendencies of gossiping and bullying. Yeah. So what? And happened, she may not have known that's what it was creating. No. And She's I think the young. teacher did a good job. Like, okay, okay this is, these are scenarios, and this is. It was basically like she'd have a disagreement with her friend, and then she'd tell another friend about it, and so that was you know, or she'd be. So that was Which, the considered How many gossiping. adults do that? Yeah. I well, mean, that was the big that's thing. The Hello. Irony of this. I to come me. home and I'm like talking to Tanner about something and I'm like by those standards I'm gossiping right now and Katie happens to be in the kitchen that was kind of a big slap in the face for me to be like and I had to realize like oh I'm gossiping yeah based on what had been described that talking about an experience a frustration frustration with someone else you took to another party Mm -hmm. well then pretty much the entire adult population is doing <laughs> well, that. Well, and I think there, you know, there are proper times to do that. If and I don't think I think I was out of line having those conversations in front of my children, whether or not they understand. We all know kids are very smart and they'll pick up on things. Yeah. So if I needed to bring something up with my husband, I'll do that in private. Gossiping to me is talking about other people's business that you're just an aware of or observer of. You're mm-hmm. not involved in is very different than if you're having an issue with someone. And you're seeking out another person. Right. But if you're doing it in front of them, which was the case of this scenario, then it's just people. And they're just kids. You know, they can feel they can be very sensitive. So it also helped me to understand the teacher's type. She's a type one. And I would be like, that makes sense. She wants to have a really happy classroom. 
And so this right. is a really high priority for her. And I want to support her in, you know, in doing, and that also kind of gave me, like, maybe it's not as bad as I'm making it out to be. Let's keep this conversation going, Anne. But first, we've got a special message for our listeners. What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at dressingyourtruth.com. Okay, so now you were in a position, what you're describing here, I want to set this up for people. And that's why I'm, in, I'm stepping ahead. in. And you've been taught to look at the bigger scenario, which is, why am I creating this? And who's playing what roles for each other? And why is my child now being playing out this part of this story as though it was a story you were writing and saying, hmm. What's going on here? Because ultimately, if it's showing up in my life, I'm drawing this into my experience. And so is Katie. Mm-hmm. Who And so you started to kind of examine those variables. Mm-hmm. So identifying the types of my daughter, of myself, of the teacher, knowing tendencies, mm-hmm. being accountable and saying, well, where is she learning this behavior at the home prim- primarily? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like, how can I support her in having... Um, uplifting conversations and engaging with friends in a positive way. So uh, things were going good. We got a follow-up email from the teacher. She's been really great these last two days. Thank you so much for your support. One week goes by and I get another email. Problems again. I'm like, oh boy. I can't remember. But basically, (laughs) that's what the essence was. And it was, you know. I just want to point out, I'm seeing a bit of a drama play here. I'm asking you this question specifically is how she's sort of leading into it to see how much somebody's presenting this as there's more drama. Yeah. Well, I think the teacher was really supportive. She was always leading with, I love, I love Katie. She's yeah, a great no, asset I to agree. her classroom. She's this is happening one, so again. So she's going to lean yeah. on the positive, which is awesome. So this time I said, okay, well, we're going in. We're having a meeting with all three of us. And this is something I learned from the Child Whisper podcast of the examples of like, you got to show up and show your seriousness, not by getting louder or more mad, but by your actions. And like a meeting with her mom and her dad and her teacher it's going to show that we mean business, right? Well, that it we're means taking too, this seriously. You've all got to talk to work this yes. out. We're respecting your teacher. We know what's going on. Like you can't just like we're going to know what's going on at school, even though we're not there with you. So we had a meeting. It was great. The teacher was supportive. Katie got it within the first, you know, ten minutes. It went on probably longer than she wanted it to. She's like, okay, can I go now? So, um, but that later, like that next day, I was thinking just kind of about the scenario, and I was like, man. How long is this going to go on? Is it going to come up again? Just like really hoping that we had cleared this up. And I thought, I just had this visual of like Katie being the problem child in the classroom, at least from my perspective, that's kind of the role she was playing at that moment. And I Mm -hmm. thought, you know what? Just did this little visual in my head, like of taking her out of that spotlight and just moving her to like the background. Yeah, because what if the pattern... Okay, this is the bigger story. What if the teacher has a pattern of always having some problem 
with one of the students or a few of them that she has to resolve. It's never quite how she wants it, which is a real possible consideration. And your child just got enrolled in the bigger story. And I can definitely be a part of that story with my type three, four daughter, whose big personality can be bossy and in charge. You know what I mean? Like I could put all these negative labels and like, yeah, I got that problem child. And so I was like, whoa, 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 let's, let's reset this story and let's just move her out. And if that drama needs to play out, someone else can step right. up and play that role. Right. But we're just kind of, kind of unwind this and untangle and not, she's not going to be caught up in this story anymore. And it was How just, did you do that in your visualization? Did you just, literally see her like yeah. in the classroom with the spotlight on her? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a naturally a visual learner. So like doing these types of little role plays or visualizations in my mind is um, just kind of helps reset the right. feeling. Because that, that energy. changes the energy. So if and it's a very clear intention say, for me. You, you could go up and say, Katie, we're going to move out of the spotlight now. You've learned what you've needed mm-hmm. to. But you don't need to play in this the, role anymore. In the Healing Center, you speak to this as like an energy sketch. You can even like draw it out mm-hmm. if that's helpful. Draw it what you want instead mm-hmm. of what's happening. Or if you'd rather write it out, you mm-hmm. can write it out in intention. So it was just easy as like just in, I was just doing my dishes in the kitchen and I just came to my mind and I was like, hmm, I'm going to do that. And it just that simple and nothing has come up since. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, great. Like whatever. Like we took action where appropriate. And then I and followed know, it up by kind yeah, of cleaning up the energy. That was a great initial, you know, some early lessons for her to Definitely. establish some behavioral yeah. choices. Yeah. So it, it was complete. She didn't need to be a part of the drama anymore. Yeah. But you don't know if there's still drama. Do you even have any awareness? If I've told the teacher. Somebody to else get enrolled. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like some other mother getting You know, maybe now. we just cleared it up for the whole class. Could and I was be. like, let's just send sunshine and unicorns to the type one classroom <laughs> because she works so hard. They deserve to have a really... <laughs> <laughs> wonderful happy classroom environment so yeah it's all just better and I think just rather than like just putting it all on your child or all on you as you, like you failed as a parent or all on the teacher or the system like yeah. you need to take accountability and see all the working parts and pieces and how can they work together and where is there some disruption and how can it be cleaned up from these conversations that have been had from your own intentions and your determination to just help smooth things out and create a more positive experience what you're describing as far as the power we have to change our experience i teach really uh, prolifically in my book remembering wholeness which i think is a a really valuable read for parents because too often we play in life as though we are powerless and we're victim to situations and your story is very evident of the fact that you had choices that you dealt with in the physical experience of it and the actual relationship quality of it. And then you had choices to shift the energy and the underlying movement of it to create something different that everybody can benefit from. And we're that powerful. And it's a big part of my work online is to teach people the choices we have to change the story so that we're in a position of thriving and everybody can be and your child can grow up without these labels what you did essentially Anne, was to see something different as a possibility where your daughter was no longer in that experience you did it with a quick visualization of i'm going to take her out of the spotlight 
I'm going to now imagine that her classroom's running smoothly and she's now being praised and getting support for her good, you know, positive offerings in the classroom experience. So that's just using that mindfulness and the power of your thoughts in your mind to create a different variable with the intention that that can come to pass. And it has in your experience. This week's parenting practice is to identify a scenario that's unfavorable, causing stress. Well, what if you could change that by just putting your attention on a more positive outcome and really believing that that is available to you? And then match your language with that. Do some of the techniques Anne has mentioned. Draw a little sketch of it. What would it look like? Can you visualize it in your mind in more detail? What about writing it out? I'm grateful for this experience with my child. You know, what, what would the email sound like if it was reporting be- positive behavioral experiences with your child? What would that subject line say? I'm so grateful for Katie. <laughs> she makes positive contributions in the class on a regular basis. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun getting really detailed with the positive side. Yeah, you really can. And to use that power of choice to affect our physical reality to shift, and it will. And as a follow-up, get a copy of Remembering Wholeness and really reinforce this learning that you have these choices. And one of our greatest lessons in the time we live is to truly learn and employ the agency we have to create joyful existences rather than to survive feeling powerless and struggling in life. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com. 